Country Station 1039 The Moose, live online at k105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud, iTunes, or Spotify podcast on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. Third region tournament for a Cougar Boys starts tonight. We'll tell you about that. I've been missing in action for a couple of days. We'll give you an explanation about that. And we'll continue our march of kindness. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In The Nose. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire, is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's B. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. Well, I was having a hard time with my devices, yeah. but I... I've got them lined up. Got it all worked out now. Mm -hmm. I think you're one of the many people who enjoyed an afternoon in the sun yesterday, getting out, playgrounding, and uh, climbing on rock piles. It was glorious yesterday afternoon. Absolutely. Are you you looking forward to more days like that? Well, yes, always. (laughs) Always. You're looking for for more days like that? Yeah, me too. It was was really nice to come home to that yesterday. And uh, we'll tell you more about uh, weather patterns coming up here in a minute. He's the five-time winner of the Coveted Ohio NewsHawk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee, covering every corner of the globe, London, Moscow, Paris, and even Owensboro. He's Sam Gormley and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. I forgot we were supposed to remove Moscow from oh, the, yeah. uh, from we. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be one of those people I'm removing mentions of that, so, so not going to throw them any shade. I'm going to swap in something else, but I forgot. Uh, you're on your way tonight to your favorite place in the world, Owensboro Sports Center. Well, I mean, I could be going to Morgantown. <laughs> or, well, that's true. Or, <laughs> or you could be going to Cloverport, or you could be going to... Who knows? A bunch of places. Calhoun? Uh, no, I don't mind. I mean, they're hard. Pl- they're just harder places uh-huh. to go. Yeah. Is my, is yeah, my no. point. So, it, I mean, as far as ease in getting to, I mean, it doesn't get much easier getting to the sports center. That's true. You just c- a couple of simple turns, really merges and turns. You take uh, a right off the expressway and then take another right and a left into the parking lot, and you're there. Um, is it harder as a broadcaster to call a ninety foot floor, a ninety four foot floor? It's or is it- it's. I mean, the sight lines are different for us, too, is it's, it. and we get to be a little closer to it at the sports center, which is kind of nice. Oh, a front row seat. Well, well close no. to a front row seat. Yeah. Uh, yesterday, as I mentioned, was a glorious day weather-wise. I, I know at one point in time, 74, 75, I think I saw at least. That's unofficially. You know, some of your vehicle temperature sensors reported that. Uh, today will be a cooler day, but I don't think you're really going to notice it because the sun is going to be nice. It's going to be radiating, and I think there's a really good chance we could hit 60 today. I know our friends at Wave are saying 58, but that's more of a regional broad temperature, so don't be surprised if your gauge doesn't say 60 today. And uh, Louisville is predicting the potential for record warmth on Saturday could get above 75 at least in Louisville, and maybe some some wind. But then that brings in some rain late Saturday night and into Sunday, and it could be rainy into Monday. And um, I don't... I think that I'm hoping that's a typo next Saturday. I don't want to draw your attention too far into the future. Hoping that's a typo. But at this point in time, we for the temperature we enjoyed yesterday and the temperature we're going to enjoy for the next few days, we will have to uh, pay the band. For the music they're making next week, because the temperature next Saturday 
could potentially only I'm be hoping 25. That's a typo. I'm is, hoping that's a typo. It is not uh it is not a typo. I'm a, I'm afraid. But look at that. Uh from Friday night to Saturday, it's a 45 degree temperature swing when you factor in the low. The mm-hmm. high on Friday is 65. The low on Friday night or Saturday it is It should 20. not be 25 degrees the right? Saturday of the SEC tournament. <laughs> I agree. That's uh that will feel weird. Normally, you can you know enjoy. Hey, spring is here. The SEC tournament is here. That's their punishment for moving it to Tampa from Nashville. I guess, uh, and unfortunately, I can't go. So, uh, but uh, that'll just uh, that'll just be that. Speaking of going, I was uh, I was in Washington D.C. on a lobbying trip uh, Monday and Tuesday, and through uh, yesterday had a very good visit. It felt uh, it. It didn't feel normal, but it felt like a uh, it felt like a step toward normal. I was expecting to see you sitting behind Biden in uh, place in in between Pelosi and, well, and Harris. I, I was closer to Biden than you were, <laughs> uh, but uh, and I was close to him when the motorcade drove by. I guess technically, well, that's pretty cool. But um, it uh, I we got into town on Monday. Uh, I had a, a flight about this time on Monday into Reagan National. And first meeting was with Leader McConnell. So we were one of the few who have been able to get into the Capitol building for a better part of a year. So we met with him. And uh, but as we were going up to that meeting at uh, at the U.S. Capitol, I couldn't help but notice uh, it was a gorgeous day in Washington. It was sunny, but there were no people. So the the fence was back up for State of the Union. That's theater. Um, but. I had never been there during the day. It must have been what like a Sunday must feel like on Capitol Hill when there aren't people everywhere on every corner. It was just, it was weird. You kind of just felt like you had the place to yourself. Uh, obviously, security is much tighter, and it's not COVID-related. It's uh, riot-related from January 6th. But I will tell you, I had an opportunity to meet with every member of the congressional delegation from Kentucky over the two-day period, and the thing that I took away, yes, we talked about some important broadcasting issues without a doubt, but I really relished and appreciated the insight from each of our congressional members about the Ukraine situation. Um, I have been really uh, in admiration with the way that Ukrainians have uh, stood up to protect their country and their property and um, the way that they want to live. I don't think they're a force today that can turn back the Russians, but they have been able to slow down the Russians, and they certainly did not throw throw down their arms and say, this is, this is an exercise in futility, why even try? They seem to be, be very resilient. And until just, you know, within the last couple of decades, they were, I don't know if they would call themselves Russians, but they were part of the Soviet Union, and those people are... I mean, they're 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 tough, and and I got some stories that were um, in meeting with the congressional um, members of of Congress from Kentucky. Even they some said, you know, I have relatives that fought in World War II that felt sorry for the Germans that got because of the way that they got treated by the Russians. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you think of what Germany was like in World War II that you could conjure any amount of empathy whatever whatsoever for german soldiers at the hands of the what ruthless russians are capable of doing and it just really kind of brought into focus that area and that region we don't know what the, we have no idea what that is like and so in my travels um that's what i took away from it was hearing everyone from congressman andy barr to congressman comer to congressman guthrie congressman rogers uh yarmouth senators Paul and uh, Senators Paul and McConnell, and they all had, because that's what everyone is talking about, and then to happen to be there on the day of the, uh, the State of the Union. So we got refugees pouring out of Ukraine, and now the refugee count tops one million, Russians besieging some of the Ukrainian ports, uh, and the sanctions just continue to kind of get ratcheted and um, just trying to do what can more, new, more stingers are headed into the area. Um, so, just, you know, well, I, saw, I don't know if you saw him. the clip from CBS News. They had somebody standing up, and I think he was either preparing for a stand-up or just, just ended. It just ended. Just ended his yeah. stand-up, and you see the flash behind him, and he said, what was that? And he turns around, and then it was a huge one yeah, behind two, him. And it was two back-to-back. Back. Yeah. Charlie Daggett. Was that who the, it was? Yeah, yeah. the correspondent over there. Uh, so. yeah, and you could tell he was 
as you can imagine, shaken. Yeah. Uh, so thanks to the two of you, and thanks to uh, Whitney and uh, UConn. I'm so glad to see UConn back this week. Uh, thanks to you all for... Uh, yeah, I thought we changed the key to make sure that he couldn't get in the building. Covering, or for, covering for me while I was gone. I was, was doing was doing important work, and I appreciate you all uh, allowing me to yeah, do that. Yeah, it was good to see both of them. I, uh, uh, just a sad note, seeing a headline today that an elderly Clarkson woman was killed in a two-vehicle accident yesterday at WAX. Uh, you can read more about that at k105.com. But uh, tragedy uh, strikes there in the wax community as uh, a 93-year-old uh, woman loses her life. Um, the governor uh, talked yesterday in Frankfurt uh, a little bit about where we are now on the backside of a, of a two-year pandemic. And he says Kentuckians are pivoting into an era of personal empowerment with making their own health decisions. And he said, we believe that we're moving toward living with COVID, but not ignoring COVID. I think he mentioned maybe 2,300 cases in the state yesterday. So for midweek, that's, you know, that's a, that's a, that's a good number, but still death too high. 35 is, uh, is still too high, but less patient, less hospitalization, less, uh, ventilators. So that's, uh, all, all good news in, uh, in that regard. The legislators about 20 days left in the legislative session in Frankfurt, and they've got still some what I would consider big-ticket items. Uh, one of the things that obviously the K- Kentucky Broadcasters Association has been following and was a big topic of conversation while we were on our delegation trip is on Friday a uh, member of the GOP in the House dropped a comprehensive tax reform bill that increases services increases taxes on 39 services across the state including advertising by the way and uh, but coincidentally not not legal services and more about that at some point in time in the future but some things that you know they they made one round taxing things that we hadn't taxed before in Kentucky and we started taxing them things like dry cleaning and auto repair and things such as of that nature now they want to go back and get some other things and they say that it's an effort to do tax reform and model tax reform more like Tennessee, more like Texas, more like Florida, to do away with the income tax. And so um, more of a usage-based tax. And if you believe in that tax reform, then I understand. I'll just tell you, and, and while I have the opportunity, I'll tell you, there, it, it, for, all the, for all the states they're trying to emulate tax reform after, uh, advertising, uh, the exemption on advertising tax is not in play in Tennessee or in Texas. Or, in fact, there are no, no states. There's no state anywhere in the United States that charges that doesn't allow for an exemption on advertising expenses for businesses. And so, what it ultimately does is you're then taxing speech. So, whether you have a business that's uh, able to recruit and send messaging to communities, whether it's through trying to drive business or whether it's recruiting or whether it might be. So, anyway, I obviously have big, uh, big concerns about that and doing what we can to bring those things to light. It's as simple as this. So, Oscar Shebway has a you know, big deal with Lifeway Christian now. Let's just say he's got an NIL deal. Now, you're suddenly, that's advertising. And so, you're going to have to tax you're going to have to charge 6% of his NIL deal for that. You're going to, at the Clarkson ballparks that have all their billboards on the outside of their signs, you know, this business and that and that, that's advertising tax. Every political sign, every uh, every political T-shirt, every, I mean, you can, it, it's like when the Supreme Court defined pornography, they said it's hard to define, but you know it when you see it. And that's exactly the way advertising is. It's everywhere that you don't realize you're looking. And the biggest concern on this issue, and I'll get off my personal self-serving pulpit in just a second, is that as part of this reform, they're not going after big tech. They are not trying to tax the advertising that you might be doing on Google and on Facebook. There's something wrong with that. Sports betting may also be in the offing, whether it happens in Kentucky. Pass it. Maybe not, but it sounds like it could potentially even get uh, even get a vote. They got 20 days left, and so there's going to be a there's going to be a skirmish here in the final days because it's also estimating. All right, what what must we do? By the way, it's House Bill Eight is a tax reform. In case you'd like to talk to your legislators. Uh, 
they have to figure out we've got to pass this. Then we've got to allow enough time that Governor Bashir couldn't run out, you know, couldn't take all the potential time that he needs to veto it. So they leave themselves enough time to come in and do a veto override. So there's a, they've got to get their timetables lined up just right for the things that they want to try and uh, push through as this session. Uh, will come to a close. One of the things they did is, and I don't understand this issue, haven't been studying it, but we'll try to, said a Kentucky Senate panel has advanced a proposal that would keep state government from doing business with financial companies that have decided to cut their investments in fossil fuels. It would also require Kentucky State Treasurer to publish, maintain, and update a list of financial companies engaged in energy company boycotts. The list would then be shared with state government entities making investments of more than $1 million annually. If a company does not end the boycott, the bill would require that the state government entity divest from those holdings. Okay. I'm not sure I understand that completely, but in case you do, there's big words there. Maybe that's worthy information. Another thing the legislature is doing is, you know, they're trying to save Kentucky State University. Uh, that uh, has been in a nosedive for quite some time. And uh, Senate Bill 265 is sponsored by uh, David Givens from Greensburg. It would require the governor to remove the current board members, the Board of Regents, at KSU and reply them by April 1st. So Kentucky did had previously decided in the legislature that they would try and boost, give a shot in the arm financially to KSU. But what the state is saying is if we're going to do this bailout, and I think it's a worthy, you know, as I've said before, if we the if there is an HBU in Kentucky, it is KSU. And so I think it has merits in, in saving it and, and protecting the educational opportunities for those demographics. But I do think that those who ran it in the ground should not just get to continue to sit in their seats on the board of regents just to do it all over again. So reseating that board, and I'm not saying there might be members on that board who are worthy of keeping, but allowing the governor to decide that I think is probably a, a worthy decision and action on that. I'm also learning today about, don't know a lot of the detail, I don't know a lot about the detail of the story, and I don't know a lot about the platform, but the Attorney General uh, Daniel Cameron is co-leading a multi-state investigation into TikTok. He announced yesterday he's co-leading a nationwide investigation into TikTok for providing and promoting its social media platform to children and young adults, despite its association with physical and mental health harms. Saw a stat um, just, and I, and I don't know the data, but when CBS was reporting on this story today, I noticed they said the benchmarks that TikTok has been able to reach in users is is what I think the, the, the story was what took Facebook 10 years has taken TikTok five. And so... That's also the way, I mean... Facebook was coming in in a different era. That's true. Facebook created the path for TikTok to come. And TikTok is creating the path for whatever is the next social media to, to, to make its way. I couldn't help but notice that TikTok announced earlier this week that they had been to their short clips, right? Just clips that go over. Yeah. But now they're allowing up to 10 minutes. Correct. I'm like, that sounds like a shot across the bow of YouTube. Yeah. You know, and, like, I, and, I, and I can't do that. You know me. Right. I do not watch videos. They have to be very short for me to watch them. I think YouTube's kind of like, okay, come yeah. on. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Go <laughs> okay. Google's not worried, but it does show you that TikTok's model is if you like a little bit of us, maybe you'll like a lot more of us and, and see how that goes. But I did just a quick, we were, talk, we were talking with Congressman Guthrie, who, uh, you know, I think of the world of about big tech and, uh, he was, I meant something was mentioned about Facebook and he looked over at SK Bowen, uh, one of his uh, communications people. And he said, I, I do Facebook. And I said, he said, I tweet also with a Southern accent because he was born in, uh, born in Alabama. But I asked him, I said, do you TikTok?" And he had to turn and look at SK. I said, do I TikTok?" She said, <laughs> she laughed and said, no, you do not. <laughs> you do not TikTok, And so nor, nor do I. Um, Grayson County High School's DECA. Uh, program the chapter there is continuing a tradition of strong showings and at this year's state competition uh, all competitors were event finalists 
with a majority of the chapter eligible for national competition. A group of good-looking individuals there on your screen if you're watching. I uh, also should uh, give special mention that uh, Bailey Collins was selected Kentucky's Outstanding Member of the Year. So congratulations to Bailey and to uh, all of that DECA chapter doing great things at state competition. I was thrilled to see that Grayson County High School alum Tyler Woosley won the USA Indoor Archery National Championship in Bearbow. Don't know what Bearbow is, but seemed like people are crazy about it, or at least, you know, saying well, congratulations uh, to you, Tyler. He's a 2021 grad? Yeah. Grayson he's County a freshman. He's the first freshman to ever medal. So by the way, Cumber, the Cumberlands. I had to I had to reread the headline. Like I, I read it and was like, oh, that's cool. And I went, wait a minute, won the USA Indoor Archery National Championship? Like not qualified for, not competed in, won it. And then while you were gone, talk about a week for GCHS alums because earlier in the week we had a story that Grace Gorby was the NCCAA Student Athlete of the Week. I saw that. Uh, and and the thing with Tyler Woosley is his older sister also won a national championship when she was in college. Are you serious? So my goodness, well something in that well, Woosley archery genes. Well done. Saw Western one last night over Marshall. They'll play again on Saturday to kind of firm up and finalize the CUSA tournament. And Sam the. Um, Cougars are off to Owensboro tonight to play 94 feet of basketball against the Hancock County Hornets. Um, so, yeah, Owensboro that advanced already, I see. McLean County advanced already. So, um, you got the late game tonight, so taking a little mm-hmm. bit of the first game. Uh, it should be a great first game, too. Muhlenberg County and Owensboro Catholic. So, this will be a rematch between the Hornets and the Cougars. They just played uh, you know, a week and a half ago. Correct. They played, uh, yeah, it's just been about two weeks ago. It'll be two weeks tomorrow. Uh, Hancock County won that one by a final score of 51-42, to but the Cougars took a three-point lead in that game with three and a half minutes to go. So it was something that, you know, it was a close game for the majority of it, so it should be a good one tonight, and then the winner advances to Saturday, and they'll play at 5 o'clock. What you're saying is the game was in question into Correct. the final minutes, and Correct. so you're looking for... And then Hancock for... Hit, some, hit some free throws that made nine points. The game is probably more like a four- or five-point game, but Hancock hit some free throws down the stretch that expanded it out to nine, but... Uh, just as a reminder, the Mighty Sports Center will not allow us to do video, uh, so it'll be audio only. Let's don't tonight. let's don't blame it all on the Sports Center. It's several people that probably yes yes, need but to the, be, the Sports Center deserves blamed. some of the blame. That's right. So you will be able to watch the audio, correct? So if that makes sense, you'll be able to watch <laughs> on Facebook. You just won't be able to see. You have a nice graphic. So it'll yeah. be very attractive. It'll and... be soothing. It'll be peaceful. So uh, go Cougars. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way here on In the Know. Today is I Want You to Be Happy Day. And I do. Uh, it is American National Anthem Day today. Say, can you see? It is. I'll tell you a story about our national anthem coming up later on in the show, and you'll know why it's American National Anthem Day today. But uh, kind of puzzled me. And today is also we gave Americans a little love. Let's give some love to the Canadians. It's Canadian Bacon Day today. Good ham. Yum yum. Right? Canadian bacon. It is also what the third day of uh, March of Kindness that we're happy to be partnering. With uh, March of Kindness today is write a thank you note to someone day today. So just sit down and pen a thank you note and send it to someone, uh, hand it to them. I guess you can put a stamp on it if you want to, but you're not required to. So I guess I you could do it virtually a, that's too. That's a great thing. Yeah, My, I guess you, yeah, could, you, send could. A, you could send well, it. Well, the oldest daughter bought me stationery. Maybe I will sit down and do that do that we also by the way do have uh, thank you cards with the uh, company logos on them in case anybody's mm-hmm. you know needs to send any from a, from our building so that would be good uh, i've been enjoying uh just kind of thinking each day about the about you know the the march of of kindness uh more close you know the schools of spring and they're getting closer to the end of the year and there are a lot of things going on uh miss amy's class at clarkson today <laughs> um, in kindergarten class, it's uh, it's Rainbow Day, which uh, Alea is a big lover of rainbows. Anyway, it's actually where lots of colors. Well, it's, but, but it's that's, rainbow that's of possibilities, yeah. and so all the colors of the. <laughs> so when I told her this morning at, for her her outfit, I said, 
your your dress, or I, I called it a dress because uh, I knew she would understand. It makes me want to travel into outer space because mm-hmm. she's got Saturn on there, and so yeah, all the colors. And Look then, how, sweet. how many does she have? Like twelve different hair bows of different it's colors. It's actually and, seven. It's seven. All yes, right. um, so. we ended yeah at seven. Hair bows. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. She got some on the side. She got yep. four braids in the back. Yeah. So anyway, I just uh, like to see you know all those. She's uh, rocking it. Doing uh doing all those things. So and uh, don't forget March of March of Kindness Day today. I also found a list of life hacks, things that you can incorporate into your life that may improve your quality of life. And this would be one that I would be terrible at. And maybe others would be better. Uh, I think this is probably less. I think guys are less likely to do this, but it says moisturize every day, head to toe, no matter how yucky it feels, your old skin will reward you. See, so, you know, like all the uh, rom-com movies that you watch. All, all the rom- yeah. Yes. So all the females have lotion on their nightstand mm-hmm. and they sit in the bed and they put it on their hands Yes, I'm not that person. You're not that. Yeah, I, I probably just, should be. I try to put lotion on my hands every day. I have you do. some lotion in my bathroom, so usually before I go to bed, I'll put some on. I try to remember before I come to work in the mornings, but usually I forget. Miss Buckles, you you usually just want to moisturize when it's far too late because that's what <laughs> yeah. you say. I got alligator skin, and yeah. I got to mm-hmm. do something. That's true. Do something about it. Um, all right. So these are all not about uh, health and beauty. The next one is keep making friends. Uh, it says that the author of this list says, my retired former boss has a group of girlfriends and they vacation together, go golfing, shopping, dining, etc. Then along with your, along with your making new friends, it says, nurture your old friendships. The older you get, the more precious it becomes to have uh, friends who knew you in different stages of your life. Also, a hack is make sure uh, financial stability is so important. Then make sure you're getting enough sleep. Going to bed at a regular bedtime is important. Sun protection. Get rid of things you don't need. If uh, Don't be afraid to edit your life. And then also embrace and enjoy the body you have right here, right now. Because you know who likes the body you have right here and right now? The you 10 years from now. (laughs) (laughs) The the you 10 years from now will say... Wow, you kind of had it. Uh, you had it going on back during that time. Also, read this morning a list of the mo the twenty most used passwords are circulating around the dark dark web right now, and I have some questions. Did you go find these on the dark web? Uh, I did not. I, uh-huh. I allowed someone else to source these out for me, and I think I I think mine came from CNBC. Do you want to start at twenty or start at one? You got a countdown from okay. You know, it's like yeah. Sports Center top ten. At twenty, it's six 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 six. Okay, there's something wrong with you if you do that. Agreed. Um, Nineteen is I love you, but the I is capitalized. Everything else is lowercase. Makes sense to do like one of the other random letters to be capitalized. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna have a bunch of questions at the end of this. Uh, Qwerty, U I O P. With the Q is capitalized, so okay. That's easy to type. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. The one two three three two one six five four three two one. If you have any of these, <laughs> you might really want to revise your strategy. Mm-hmm. Incidentally, well, most places won't even let you have those. I mean, you got to have a number. Or I'm wondering if these. Point. Are, I wonder if some of these are passcodes for a phone or something. Maybe because, well, uh, here's why I'll say I'll, I'll get to that in a second. Number fifteen is capital A and then lowercase B C one two three. At fourteen, it's zero. Who's letting you have a single digit password? Right. Really? Just no. just zero. I mean, that would make my life easy, but who does that? Um, number thirteen is default in all capital letters. At least all caps is something a little different. 12 is 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 0. 11 is 1Q, 2W, 3E. So yeah, easy to type. Yeah, That's at least it's a lefty. somewhat right? creative. By the way, if you're not doing it with your pinky, you don't know how to type. 
Quart, uh, uh, one, two, three, one, two, three. One, two, three, one, two, three. At nine. At number eight, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. At number seven, one, 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 one. At number six, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Five is one, two, three, four, five. Four is password with the P capitalized. <laughs> three is QWERTY with the Q capitalized. At number two, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And at number one, one, two, three, four, five, six. I think we, in the early days of the internet, you know, back when Al Gore invented it, <laughs> we used up the, we, I think we used up those passwords, but I think we've been forced to move along on some of those. And while I appreciate, by the way, just speaking of security issues, while I appreciate two-factor authorization, <laughs> it is such a challenge. It's a pain in the tail. We had a run-in a couple months ago. And it, it took it took a project that should have taken two or three minutes. It took us what forty five minutes probably. Yeah, and just uh, okay, send this. Oh, I had to resend it. All right, what is it? What's this code? Oh, the code's been reset. Okay, I send it again. Well, which one? And just on and on. So, I mean, I but they've made it where you can't get into your own stuff. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. Um, See, I, I love the the face ID. It's such a good. Mm-hmm. But there's still. All the like, you still have to set a password and, yeah, and do which things. Which is fine. Yes, but as you should, because sometimes it does the whole thing where sometimes your phone will be on without you knowing, and then you go to it, and it's like, <laughs> oh, you tried too many times. Yeah, you looked at it. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Sam will be really distraught when he hears the following. But apparently, the pencil thin '90s eyebrows are reportedly making a comeback. <laughs> You know, for the better part of a decade or so, we've been doing the, it's been more fashionable to do the, the broader or the thicker. And, but if you, there's some. Who uh, may be winning at this point? Well, I mean, the, uh, some of, according to an online retailer, beauty retailer, since that new Hulu series on Pam and Tommy debuted. There has been a 175% spike in Google searches for skinny brows because Pam was the queen of the skinny brow in the 90s. And she, hers were even more skinny than the example you see on the screen. And so they're saying that – so is this a trend you're going to follow, Sam? I know you just take the oh, utmost yeah, care in yeah, sculpting 100%. and shaping your eyebrows <laughs> Break so, are you going to stay with what you got, or are you going to chase? It ain't this broke. Don't fix skinny, it, right? Hey, when you look that good, Sam, right? Why even? Uh, why? Why even bother to mess? That's why everyone's and so excited it? tonight that they don't have to do videos, so they don't have to see me. We say, Sam, how do you describe your your style? Just say classic, yeah. just classic, Sam. That's yep. what. Uh, that's twenty five year old broadcaster. So you may have picked up over the years, but part of my usual evening routine is. Uh, try and skim through national news, like when I get okay. What did I miss today? And then I will probably watch Wheel of Fortune, but I definitely watch Jeopardy at some point in time. And I have always described Wheel of Fortune as being the appetizer to the Jeopardy entree. And I find Jeopardy to be just challenging enough. I enjoy it, and I'm like, oh, I didn't know that, and so I can I learn things from Jeopardy, et cetera. But I'm pretty faithful uh, Jeopardy. Jeopardy Watcher. But what I find myself doing is Jeopardy's a game that happens in such a rapid enough fire that you don't really have time to fuss at the contestants. Mm-hmm. But Wheel of Fortune is one that is easy to fuss at the contestants. And she just nodded her head over there because on the rare occasions when <laughs> she watches Wheel of Fortune with me, so she's fussing down, at the contestants like, oh. and saying, how do you not we, know that? We say this, but at the same time, if you had all the pressure of sitting up there with all the cameras and all <laughs> and, the lights. And I do and, believe that. Yeah. But I, I do fuss. I'm like, how do you not know that? So we might have recently had... The what is being described as the dumbest two minutes in Wheel of Fortune history. Oh, Lordy. Because earlier this week, uh, it's a now viral <laughs> clip, but the phrase was another feather in your cap. And it was so it was nearly solved. It was missing, I think, three, three or four letters, but they were pretty easy ones. But another feather in your cap. The U from your was missing. The C in cap was missing. The P in cap was missing. But all the A's were up there. 
And so it took the it took the three competitors eight turns Ooh. and ten attempts to solve it from this point. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding you. How did nobody it, guess a you? It was this. I don't. It well, was this saw. They didn't. Maybe they didn't want to spend any money on don't. the valve. On the valve. But, well, I mean, what other word would it be? Right. Exactly. Your, right. You've already had the eight. I think this was on the final eight. one though, when it was out of time, and they were just going around. Oh, they just had to go. Yeah. Around. So okay. he had done the final spin. Oh my goodness. And so he's sitting there, but that's why it took. It's why it's why it took two minutes because they were going fast enough. But here are some of the examples. So it was another feather in your hat. That, that at All least right, makes I can sense. See, but if you if you don't know well, the phrase, got it. H was already there. That's right. T was so? already in there as well. But they also guessed another feather in your lap. <laughs> at least that. At least that rhymes. Okay, another well. feather in your map. <laughs> it just it, they got worse from there. Listen. But they finally. Were you watching when this happened? No, I've got it recorded. I stay. I usually stay behind on Wheel of Fortune because I won't. If I miss it, I don't necessarily go back and watch it. But I don't miss Jeopardy. But yeah, the the two. <laughs> the two yeah, dumb, I would have been screaming yeah. at the TV at that point. The two dumbest yeah. minutes in Wheel of Fortune history. We got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way here on In the Know. Did you know the harmonica is the world's best selling musical instrument? Not a surprise. Mm. Not a surprise at all. Really? I mean, I understand because it's small and it's portable. And inexpensive. I would have thought the recorder. Recorder's probably second. Maybe. Because, like, or a kazoo? most elementary schools require the recorder. All right, let me ask this. Do, um, Sam, do you have a harmonica in your home? Yes. You do? Yes. Okay. Well, when, my, right. when my grandma passed away, she we had a harmonica that we always played with, and that was kind of one of my keepsakes. Wow. So I, I have it sitting on my shelf. We so I do, do have a harmonica. We are not a harmonica household that I'm aware of. Mm-hmm. No, and, you know, growing up, I mean, my papa played guitar, piano, I mean, but never harmonica. Yeah, I mean, I've played harmonica before and, and enjoy it. I just don't happen to own one. And um, so, but I'm trying to think, you know, how I, I come from a musical family. And I'd say there's a harmonica in the family somewhere. Not, I'm not saying that, but I, that's not an instrument that I have. That if it's the most popular in the whole world, mm-hmm. you would think that you know uh, five to six out of ten households would have one, and we and we don't. But you do, so there I do. You go. There's the I half. do have a harmonica. That's interesting. At least I, of, I'm of not these sure two if examples. I have my recorder. I know I have my trombone at the house, but your sack butt. <laughs> It's your sack butt, Sam. I, I'm a purist on the original name of the trombone. I mean, I haven't opened it. I haven't opened it in <laughs> okay, seven years. Okay, to be years, fair, but... I have done, like, uh, little treat bags, like, for birthday parties and put little cheap harmonicas in the treat bags. Mm-hmm. Does that count? No, really? is, is, is a kazoo an instrument? I don't know. Kazoo is different. Yeah, kazoo is different. But, I mean, you make your own kazoo if you've got, you know, a paper <laughs> towel roll and a piece of wax paper and a rubber band. You can kazoo yourself I mean, all theoretically, the way isn't this making the table an instrument? I guess. Um, <laughs> I saw a headline where uh, I don't watch Dancing with the Stars. Um, I don't think I've ever watched more than maybe a couple of minutes of it for whatever reason. But I do understand. I read enough uh, entertainment news headlines. That Max Schmerkowski is one of the professionals on Dancing with the Stars, and he is Ukrainian. And when he he was in Ukraine for um, some time, and he uh, arrived back in Los Angeles at home. He's forty two, and he was photographed yesterday at LAX, where he gave his wife. Now she's also a dancer, and I don't know how to say her name. Is it? Peta or Peta? It's P E T A. I think it's Peta. Peta, Peta Murgatroyd. That sounds probably about right. Heavens to Murgatroyd. Um, so hours prior to his homecoming, the Dancing with the Stars alum said, "Getting in a plane, talk to you from L.A." And so he came came home. I mean, we were talking about him. there are a million refugees coming out of there, 
and you know some of them obviously are staying staying there for for the fight. Why is AMC charging bold higher prices for tickets to the Batman? Well, because they can. AMC theaters are planning to charge higher ticket prices for the Robert Pattinson superhero flick when it opens this Friday. Uh, tomorrow, the cinema chain is experimenting with a variable pricing for films, meaning that they want to charge more money for certain, presumably higher budget movies. I'm surprised the movie industry hasn't done this before now, or more specifically, the movie theater industry. Yeah, it's kind of like, why is Jack Wagon the same price as the Batman? Is there a new Jack Wagon movie that I've missed out well, on it, hearing about? It, it just came out a couple a couple <laughs> it, weeks ago. It did. Well, you've been mentioning. I, I've been paying. Well, we can't say. I mean, oh, oh, that you one. know, you oh, know gotcha. the one I'm talking oh, about. Right. Jack it's, Wagon, it's the other one, Jack Butt, you, whatever you, you want to call you, it. You. Okay, now I understand. I was like, did I miss a memo? Like, I need to rush right out to the <laughs> it took theater. Took him a minute, right? It's yeah, a Jack Wagon movie. Now I got what you. <laughs> is it I got the Steve Cabessa story? Jack Wagon, Jack Wagon, the Steve Cabessa story. That's what it is. The Johnny Knoxville. That's the one you're talking about Correct. is the okay got it not but, not steve Kerbess. but movies that take two hundred thousand dollars to make okay i doubt you can make many movies for two hundred thousand dollars and ones that cost two hundred million dollars to make now the way it's always been is is that if you make it good enough you'll sell enough tickets to outpace what you invest on it but because there are so because the delivery and distribution method for new films is being fractionalized then they're saying, well, we think this movie is worth more. It's a better entertainment experience for you to see this, well, so we're going to charge more for it. Isn't Disney's newest movie just Disney Plus that they're coming out? I've seen the previews for it, and they always say at the end, watch it on Disney Plus. I don't even know what it's – it's like some monster or something. Seeing red or, or am I making this – I know I've seen this. <laughs> red something, isn't not, it? Not familiar. I don't – by the way, I don't know what – I don't see an example of what they're going to charge – but it does also make me wonder, will a movie theater in California charge a much different price than a theater in Kentucky? You you would have to think so. I, mean, I would think that would be normal. Costing of living is right? higher. Wages are higher. So Turning I, red. Uh, that's turning red. Okay. All right. The getting mad story. Turning red. I don't know. It's, it's, it looks interesting, I guess. Sam, I'm putting this on your radar just in case it's information helpful to you. Kim Kardashian is officially single. Isn't she Isn't she with Pete Davidson? Well, I mean, she might be with him, but they're not married. He didn't put a ring on it yet, so you still got a shot. Uh, Kim Kardashian is granted single status <laughs> by the court. Poor Kanye. But, yeah, I did see where Kanye is. Like, he wrote some new lyrics and did some new video where he is burying Pete Davidson alive. We did or some something. Kanye news earlier in the week, and I don't remember where, what it was. He's running gone. for president again? I don't so, know. is she not your type, or? <laughs> she's a little old for me. She, I, that's what, yeah, she's, she's, she's a lot of, she, she's, she's a, a lot of she's a little you, She's a little, a lot of things for you, Sam. Uh, <laughs> I mean, she's over 40. That's pretty old, right? I hope your mama is not listening. Uh, Jennifer Hudson will launch a daytime talk show at Fox this fall. Okay. Good for you, Jennifer. I'm happy for you to get your own new show. I think she's extremely talented. She can uh, sing. Yeah, she can sing. I I need to see respect. I haven't seen the Aretha Franklin movie that she did. I've it it came and went, and so well, I need to track. Ha- have it down. you caught up on Idol then? The Kentucky Connection, or have you? Did Listen, you see that? So that's not something that I have been able. I, I have been meaning all week to tell that lady over there. Did you go back and watch it? Me? Yes. Of course not. Okay, so I watched it Sunday night. You all were busy watching puppies on Disney Plus because um, we didn't talk about it while you were gone. So obviously the first story of the Kentuckian was mm. good, but the final about twenty minutes before the end, the young man from New Jersey that he sang a credence song, oh. but, but he brought his sister in, and I, I'm not going to say any more. But they brought. If you've seen it, you know. But um, when you get a chance, Miss Buckles, go even if you don't watch the whole thing, just go get ninety minutes into Sunday's episode. And watch this brother, and he brought his sister, one of his sisters, and he brought his mom, and they performed. And, Am I going to cry? Oh, I was just bawling the other night. Yeah, you're <laughs> okay. absolutely going to cry. Great. It, is, it was just I'll so, do that later. it was so, if you have, no, nah, I'm not going to say anymore. 
we'll 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 revisit it tomorrow. I don't want I don't want to set it up and then right. set the bar high or low for anyone. And then you know I feel like I know quite a bit about entertainment, but I ran into a situation this morning where it was a show that was on Nickelodeon for for twenty six episodes from two thousand one to two thousand two called Salute Your Shorts. I've never heard of this show before, but the star of Salute Your Shorts from Nickelodeon name is Kirk Bailey, and he has passed away. He age fifty nine, so a uh, very uh, very young man. But so. In case that's a show you're you're familiar with, he's been in some other things, but most known for this show, the show "Salute Your Shorts," which is kind of a funny title. So well, it's we skipped out. over that. Gotcha. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got plenty more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. MB's point to ponder for today. Sam will know the answer to this because he does it all the time. Why can you wear a bikini in public but not underwear? I'm going to tag off to her on this answer. <laughs> you just walk around. No. People, people walking around in bikinis, but you walk around in your underwear just once. And people like you know, look at you and raise their eye. And like, what, what's going on with that? So that's a good question. I don't I don't uh, really know. Uh, on television tonight, not much to report, really, um, except for Top was it Top Chef? Um, it's on Bravo. It was so insignificant, I don't even recall what it was. Well, Cougars in Hancock County, you can listen to that. Cougars in Hancock County. And what you can do is you can do it kind of the old school way. You can, you know, dial it up on your on YouTube. You can dial it up on Facebook or on Twitter or on 104.9. And you'll be able to hear it, and you get to draw the pictures in your own mind. Mm-hmm. So, but for those of you, some of you don't draw very well, you're in big trouble. <laughs> you're just gonna Especially have, if I'm the one helping you. Well, that's, <laughs> paint the pictures just fine, I think. Maybe get some get some watercolors. Do I need to bring so, my crayons tonight? You might. There's, it's a rainbow of possibilities. <laughs> uh, season 19 premiere of Top Chef on Bravo. I've never seen any Top Chef. Or have I? I'm not sure I've ever watched anything on Bravo. You can get into some bad. Um, But some of it's all right. On today's highlight in history, this day, 1974, a Turkish Airlines DC-10 crashed shortly after takeoff from Orly Airport in Paris, killing all 346 people on board. Hey, by the way, because I'll forget if I don't mention it today, just giving that, because there was a story about Turkey and Greece that he shared. I didn't know until earlier this week that Congressman Brett Guthrie is a member of the NATO Parliament. So you have NATO, you know, the, you have the treaty organization, and then they have a government, like an advisory government board with leaders from all over the country. And because of his history at West Point and his service in the military and kind of understanding world affairs, I had no idea. He was in Brussels last week for their meeting, and I just thought, well, that's neat. I didn't know that about you. Pretty so, impressive, yeah. And so he was there with Mike Pompeo, and he and former Secretary of State, and they both attended West Point at the same time. I think Pompeo was a year ahead of Congressman Guthrie at West Point. So I thought, let's learn stuff all the time. In 1845, Florida became the 27th state. In 1849, the U.S. Department of Interior was established. That was a big move. National Department Parks. of the Interior, that's right. And... um 1931, the Star-Spangled Banner became the national anthem of the United States. In 1931, Hmm. I I would have grown up my entire life, so I was born in 1971. I didn't realize that the national anthem had only been the national anthem for 40 years when I was born. Hmm. I'm not sure I knew that either. I think it's one of those things that you just assume had always been. Right, because it's an old song, and you right. know where the inspiration was what? from Francis Scott Key. What, War of 1812, right? Um, yeah, something like that. Uh, in 1969... I feel like as Americans, we was, should know this. I was not prepared for the quiz. <laughs> in 1969, Apollo 9 blasted off from Cape Kennedy on a mission to test the lunar module. 18, and, it was written in 1814, but I think it was still the War of 1812. Jennifer, it was. Jennifer Warnes was, uh, is 75 today. Jackie Joyner Kersey is 60. Herschel Walker is 60. 
Tone Loke is 56 today. Oh, my I thought you said Jennifer gracious. Lawrence is 74. Lo- I was like, Loked after dark. No, Jennifer Warnes. Yeah, I thought 75. you said Lawrence. I was like, I don't think she's that old. So Julie Bowen is 52 today. So you'll know Julie Bowen from Modern, Modern Family. Family. Okay. But my favorite two Julie Bowen roles is she is the PGA Tour rep in Happy Gilmore yes. that becomes Adam Sandler's love interest. And she was so young. She was. Yeah. But then she's also in Horrible Bosses. She's Kevin Spacey's wife. Mm-hmm. And those are my two favorite Julie Bowen roles. Uh, she's very I good. I just watched that movie a couple weeks ago. By the way, started Which watching. Which one? Horrible Bosses. Again, uh-huh. I, I hadn't oh, seen it in a while. So good. David Faustino is 48 today. Bud Bundy is 48. I Get- would have thought. Older. Jason Crabb is 45. Jessica Beale is 40. And Camilla Cabello is 25 today. Gone but not forgotten. George Pullman, inventor of the railroad sleeping car, born in 1831. And Alexander Graham Bell, born this date in 1847. And Ann B. Davis, who played uh, Florence. Uh, no. What was the character's name on Brady Bunch? The housekeeper. I get it mixed up because Florence Henderson was played <laughs> Carol Brady. And so... I'll think of it in a minute. <laughs> it seemed it came to me quickly, and I thought, that's not right. Perry Como, number one, this date, 1956, with Hot Diggity. Alice. Thank you. Alice. Well, I thought Alice, and then I thought, but wait, Linda Lavin played Alice on the TV show Alice, so am I getting all my mm-hmm. wires crossed? That's it. I finally turned 50, and I can't remember anything. Well, while you were gone, you missed... That Opie turned 68. Really? Ron Howard. Yeah. Huh. Dennis, of, Dennis Cook about passed out when I said that. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> no. as, a big, yeah. as a big Andy Griffith fan. 1965. <laughs> the Kingsman. I don't have time to unpack that today. There's a lot going on in that song. A lot of texture. 1974, Terry Jack's number one was Seasons in the Sun. Let's go on to 1983. The Stray Cats number one was Stray Cats Strut. I feel like this should be your intro music, right? Especially this video with all these great feline characters. I mean, there's nothing you enjoy more than cats, right? Because that's why I thought you were gone yesterday. Is it was what was it? Cat Appreciation Day or something? That's where I was. I was out appreciating cats every. And it was also Banana Cream Pie Day. That's the day for me to just stay home. <laughs> don't, even, don't even leave the house. <laughs> Mr. Big to be with you, number one in 92. Jaded Aerosmith in 01. So 21 years ago, Aerosmith was number one. We are the world, 25 for Haiti in 2010. And Halsey, without me, number one, three years ago today. It's crazy it's been 12 years since that Haiti. It's hard to believe. Um, the uh, Good luck to the Cougars tonight in the third region tournament. Owensboro, we got coverage for you. Uh, and remember, audio broadcast for you across the, even the video platforms. You'll be able to hear the game. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Doubt kills more dreams than future ever will, than failure ever will. Doubt kills more dreams than failure ever will. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Beej, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.